Cerebral is an online mental health service that offers prescription medication, counseling, and therapy for anxiety, depression, ADHD, insomnia, and more. Cerebral is one of the few services that provides prescription medication online through a licensed provider and ships medication straight to your door. You can schedule sessions based on what's most convenient for you, and you don't have to wait weeks to be seen. And BuzzFeed Daily listeners can receive 65% off your first month of medication management and care counseling at Cerebral.com slash BuzzFeed. Go to Cerebral.com slash BuzzFeed for 65% off your first month. Join Cerebral today on their mission to make quality mental health care accessible and affordable for all. I haven't really woken up until I've had my McDonald's breakfast deal. And I know this is true because before breakfast, I put my phone in the refrigerator and couldn't find the keys that were already in my hand. Nothing gets the morning going like the first sip of an iced coffee. Get any size and any flavor for 99 cents until 11 a.m. Price and participation may vary. McDonald's. I'm loving it. We've all felt left out. And for people who move to this country, that feeling lasts more than a moment. We can change that. Learn how at belongingbeginswithus.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Rumors about David Schwimmer and Jennifer Aniston dating IRL have Friends fans losing their minds. Chet Hanks' White Boy Summer continues to go as well as anyone could expect. And intimacy expert and star of the new series X-Rated Shan Boudram explains how your nightmare ex can actually help save your next relationship. It's August 11th, 2021. Hey friends, I'm Shyla Watson. And I'm Stephen LeConte. Welcome to BuzzFeed Daily. So, Shyla, after a very long <laughs> search, did you see that Jeopardy named not one but two new hosts? Two? Two. There's two. So the regular Jeopardy is going to be hosted by Mike Richards, who is a former producer on the show. And I think he's still going to produce, but he's going to take up the hosting mantle. And then they're going to have Mayim Bialik from The Big Bang Theory and Blossom and a bunch of other stuff. Uh, she's going to take on like the, the special Jeopardy projects. Like they're going to expand into new areas and she's going to host those new versions of Jeopardy. Um. My only question is, who asked for this? Well, I, my question is, what about LeVar Burton? <laughs> yes. I feel like the entire like Jeopardy community was like begging for LeVar Burton. And Jeopardy was just like, what? We don't know her. We can't hear you. And then gave us two people we didn't want. No offense to them. But yeah, You know, it is pretty surprising to me because it's honestly rare that there is such a large movement of people getting behind like we want a, this person to host a game show. And I right. think it would have been smart if the producers had listened to that. But of course, I mean, not that I'm pointing any fingers, but the producers were the ones who ultimately made the call and the producers chose a, a producer. producer. <laughs> I see how this goes. Yeah, well, let's give LeVar Burton his own game show. How's that? Oh, yes, please. Let's do it. Deal. All right. Well, it's been a wild week for Friends fans. Months after it was revealed that David Schwimmer and Jennifer Aniston were crushing on each other while filming the show, a, quote, insider told Closer Magazine that the two have been dating IRL. Naturally, Ross and Rachel stands lost their collective minds, but apparently too soon. A rep for David told BuzzFeed News that the rumors are just that. Rumors. Okay, well... Saying that it's just rumors 
is not doesn't mean anything. <laughs> it's not a flat out denial. So that's interesting. I'm guessing that it's not true and that this is just wishful thinking on the part of Friends fans. But look, I mean, we have Benefer 2.0 happening. Um, <laughs> maybe this will be the new thing. We'll see celebrities go back to like the people they were linked to uh, in like the early 2000s. I'd be down. I mean, this is I have very strong opinions as someone who has never seen Friends, but oh, as good. someone <laughs> as someone who has never seen the show, I support Rachel and Joey um, and felt like I, I don't know, Steve. <laughs> no, Shyla, it's never been more clear that you haven't seen a minute of Friends <laughs> than if you think that Rachel and Joey belong together. It was Listen, the worst thing I they just... ever did. <laughs> well, what I do know is I still think that Jennifer and Brad belong together, and that is the hill I will die on. Oh, I'll die right on that hill alongside you. Did you see that Zoom uh, script reading they did in the pandemic where they they were like, hi, Jen, hi, Brad. I mean, (laughs) there were palpable sparks between them. I need it. I need it. All right, Brad and Jen, you guys get together. Sorry, David Schumer. All right, we got to move on to something that is uh, much less fun to think about. Um, Chet Hanks continues to be extremely Chet Hanks. So Chet is the son of Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson. Um, He recently posted a video in which he initially appeared to be urging his followers to get the COVID-19 vaccine, but then it turned into an anti-vax rant. I think it's really important like that we all do this just as like citizens as Americans we have to look out for each other and get this shit under control guys so like I suggest to all my followers you guys make set an appointment and get the vaccine first thing psych bitch what (laughs) yeah so basically he starts doing this whole thing where you think he's gonna be doing like a pro vaccine you know statement and then he flips it on his head and he does this whole anti-vax rant where he talks about like how sick he is of wearing masks and like if you're if you're one of the vulnerable communities who might die from covid that you just have to stay home and stop bringing everyone else down with you it was totally unhinged unscientific cruel, and just so unlike what we know of the Hanks Wilson family. Okay, so two things. One, I can't believe we're bringing Psych back. Um, right. That is just, <laughs> that really surprised yeah, me. Yeah, somehow that might be the darkest part of the whole rant. <laughs> Honestly. And two, his parents literally were the first major celebs to reveal that they had COVID. So the fact that he is now saying he's an anti-vaxxer when they had a bad case of it is so shocking yeah yeah i mean he his family saw firsthand just how serious that virus is and it's it's pretty staggering to hear that perspective from him i think it's safe to say by the way that this is not tom hanks or rita wilson's perspective Um, right they're very smart uh pro-science people so i really wonder what their family group chat looks like right now you know i mean I've been saying this all week, mostly about the celebs and the showering business, but it is free to be quiet. Just, just no one, no one is begging you to share this. Just be quiet, please. Just be quiet. (laughs) Be quiet, Chet. Amen. Okay, so if you haven't heard about Andy Cohen's new Peacock reality show, X-Rated, it's based on people sending exit surveys to romantic partners, rating them on everything from their personality to sexual prowess. And the results are basically viral moments waiting to happen. However, this no-holds-barred look at your past may be the key to saving your future relationship. X-Rated's intimacy expert, Shan Boudram, is joining us after the break to explain. 
SheFit, we're tired of hearing new year, new you, fat-burning secrets, and lose weight fast. The only thing you need to lose is self-doubt. The body you're in deserves respect, love, and support. Support you're not getting from your current sports bra. It's time to experience the only sports bra that actually does its job and outperforms the most popular brands on the market. It's time to feel real support from SheFit. Save $10 today at SheFit.com slash 2022. Hey, Lethal listeners. Tig here. Last season on Lethal Lit, you might remember I came to Hollow Falls on a mission, clearing my Aunt Beth's name and making sure justice was finally served. But I hadn't counted on a rash of new murders tearing apart the town. My mission put myself and my friends in danger. Though it wasn't all bad. I'm gonna be real with you, Tig. I like you. But now, all signs point to a new serial killer in Hollow Falls. If this game is just starting, you better believe I'm gonna win. I'm Tig Torres, and this is Lethal Lit. Catch up on season one of the hit murder mystery podcast, Lethal Lit, a Tig Torres mystery, out now. And then tune in for all new thrills in season two, dropping weekly starting February 9th. Subscribe now to never miss an episode. Listen to Lethal Lit on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Adoption of teens from foster care is a topic not enough people know about, and we're here to change that. I'm April Dinwiddie, host of the new podcast, Navigating Adoption, presented by Adopt US Kids. Each episode brings you compelling real-life adoption stories told by the families that live them with commentary from experts. Visit adoptuskids.org slash podcast or subscribe to Navigating Adoption, presented by Adopt US Kids. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services Administration for Children and Families and the Ad Council. X-Rated, premiering this week on Peacock, has Bravo star Andy Cohen hosting a different spin on reality show dating. Ex-partners basically rate their past relationships on a scale of 1 to 10 in categories ranging from kissing, foreplay, and everything in between. And no, there is no holding back. Any issues with his technique? It's like shark. Oh! He's trash at communication. You over-communicate. <laughs> I felt like I had to just go down on him to end the uninspired sex. The show says it's a revealing social experiment that allows us to look at sex and relationships in a whole new light, one that's shocking, awkward, but mostly informative. And here to explain how your nightmare ex may be the key to saving your next relationship is X-rated intimacy expert, Shan Boudram. Hi, Shan. Thanks so much for joining us today. What's up? I'm very happy to be here. Although I wish we could be here with Andy too, now knowing that that is your dream person to work with Steven. So. <laughs> I know that's true. But while we were setting all the microphones up, I was telling Shan that like Andy Cohen is my number one celebrity crush and I'm just so jealous. One day. Yes. <laughs> all right. So Shan, we have to know as a relationship expert, what are some of the most common issues that couplers are asking for your help with these days? Well, couples, definitely it's the pandemic related issues that came up. So it's differences in sex drive. It's differences in intimacy needs. Um, it's differences in how people want to spend their free time or differences in how couples work. I mean, that's a massively huge one that happened as all of a sudden now your coworkers with your lover and you were like, I actually don't like them at work. So I think everything is still settling out from a year of topsy turviness and a lot of people's relationships are feeling the effects of that still. Now, X-Rated bounces off of the growing trend of sending standardized sort of exit surveys to all of everyone's romantic partners. Now, I actually read your book, um, The Game of Desire. Yes! 
Yes. <laughs> Why did you lead with that? Thank you. I know. I know. I'm such a fan. I'm trying not to fangirl. <laughs> um, so in your book, you challenge people to, quote, know who you've become by identifying the core traits of your intimate self. You say this includes being fully aware of your strengths, weaknesses, blind spots and patterns. This knowledge also needs to be supplemented with advanced feedback from others who know them intimately, be they close friends or exes. So can you just talk a little bit more about all of this and what that means? Yes. It was actually fascinating because people were like, what was your reaction when X-rated came up? Like, how did you respond to the premise of the show? And I'm like, fascinatingly enough, I have been doing this for years prior because there was actually an article in the New York Times written by Elaine DeBotton, which is one of my favorite philosophers that was called Why You Will Marry the Wrong Person. In essence, he was saying your family knows what you need to work on. Your friends know what you have to work on, um, but they just don't want to tell you because it's awkward. Who really knows and who you should ask is your ex because they have no stake in diluting you. And that sparked an aha in me of like, it is so true that there are so many intimate faux pas that people are continuously and repeatedly making, but because no one's ever been honest with them, they don't realize this about themselves. So I thought when the show came along, it was genius because the added layer of not just surveying one X, which is what I did in the book, but surveying 10 X's, it's very difficult to argue if we asked 10 people and all of them across the board gave you a four in a category. So I think that was the secret sauce that really brought this exercise to a whole other level of learning. I mean, Jen, you've basically built this like social experiment here. And I'm curious, what are some of the most common things you found that X's held onto? And what did contestants learn from uh, going through this experience? What was really fascinating, I think, especially in terms of, you know, what I do for a living is largely talk about sex, but, and I talk about sex mostly to a a woman audience or people identify as women. And it's fascinating how many men were completely unaware that their female partner had never had an orgasm. And that was news to them. Like, what? And that happened in repeated episodes. And I think that's really fascinating and it's going to spark some really good conversations amongst existing couples. And I I think the show has to be called X-Rated. I was on Andy Cohen's show, Watch What Happens Live last week. And we played this game with two people who are also on the Bravo universe who are on Shaws of Sunset, but they're a couple and you know they're fully in love right now and we played the x-rated game and it was like babe what would you give me in foreplay it's like 10 babe what would you give me in oral it's like 10 and so everybody <laughs> thinks they're 10 because your current partner is going to say that but in the aftermath you might find out two years later that like actually it was a 10 in effort and a two in execution <laughs> Oh my God. Okay. So we have to ask the, the trailer for X-rated makes it clear that uh, you don't hold back anything. So I have to know, did any revelation on the show shock you or have you just heard it all at this point? Oh, I definitely haven't heard it all. I think there's, I would never say that. I mean, I've been in this space now for 15 years and I'm learning something new every single day. I learn new terms every single day. And the greatest teacher is my audience uh, or the people that I work with, the people that are blessed I'm fortunate enough that people trust me enough to share intimate parts of their lives or I'm part of projects like X-Rated where I'm seeing a really in-depth look into someone's love life and there's always ahas that are being had. And so I learned a lot from the show, um, especially 
positions that people really like. Uh, I learned different techniques. I'd never heard somebody's oral sex skills being referred to as shark week. That is something I will take with me for the rest (laughs) of my life. As a viewer, you're going to learn a lot, take in a lot. Um, Hopefully I get to be a part of that learning, but even just seeing people be that vulnerable and honest and then knowing that the relationship didn't combust, you know, in the end, even though people said some really harsh truths, I think that some of the exes actually got closer as a result. And that's part of the magic that X-rated brings. So, I mean, do you think that people actually, you know, took a legit look at themselves and and grew from this experience? I feel like, you know, when you're in a relationship and it, it ends, you never want to take the responsibility. You never want to think that it's your fault. So having to actually, you know, talk to everyone, get this feedback, like, do you think ultimately, like, I know you just said that um, some of these people became closer with their exes, but like individually, how much growth do you think we will see? I think there'll be a ton of growth. I think because again, it really goes to the fact that there wasn't just one ex asked. So it's very difficult for you to justify and say that this was a personal attack. The show really prioritized people's raw, real initial reaction. So they had no idea who would be coming on the show um, and what their scores would be. So there was a lot of initial defensiveness. And that was tough, I think, even for me to come in immediately as the expert. I almost wish that I came in the next day after they had time to sleep on it, have a good meal, and then come back in with a different attitude. Because really, these people are being bombarded with this information and the ego is the first one to respond. And it takes some time before they're like, okay, I can actually see how this is an area that I could improve. And it also is important to note that every contestant is a single person who's frustrated with their current dating life. So these are people who realize something isn't going in my favor. You know, where are the areas that I can be in control? So I do think that this is empowering information for them. Now, I'm curious, like definitely empowering information for them, but I'm also wondering about their future partners because, you know, I've seen this trend on Tinder, which like I feel like is very uh, cheesy, but people in their bio will be like, the world's best lover, like, so says my ex or something. Um, (laughs) And I feel like, you know, even on like a first date or a second date, like people bring up their past relationships, they want to know what happened. It's almost like, you know, a Yelp review. So I'm wondering, like, do you think that future partners will also want to look at this feedback and say, like, what happened with your ex? Like, what did you learn from that experience? So like, is it beneficial for future partners as well? I don't know if it necessarily has to do. I mean, I'm a very big fan of each relationship deserves its own space. And so your relationship, my relationship with my ex and what I learned from that may not necessarily be pertinent information to my current partner. It's just for me to know, just like I wouldn't vent to my ex about every job that I used to have and what my past boss thought of me. Um, That's a different relationship during a different time. But if that information helps me to grow and I can apply it to my current relationship, that's great. And to what you just said, uh, Shyla, like that first part about people saying in their bio that they're an incredible lover, that to (laughs) me would be red flag number one that somebody is not great in the bedroom. Yes, immediate swipe left. (laughs) Yeah, sex is not a TikTok dance that you master and you can just apply that, you know, to video after video. It is an art form and each individual person, you know, you have to cater towards them. So to me, the best lovers are people who are like, I don't know anything. It's your body. You're the expert. I am just the tourist, you know, here to learn, explore, and hopefully um, have a great time during my two weeks here. And if it's a longer stay, it's a longer stay. But when someone tells me they're great in the bedroom, that to me is red flag number Number one. Yeah, like you don't need to brag about it. Like, what is it? Like, show, don't tell. 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. but like also too, yeah, the thing that you did with your ex that made you an amazing lover to them is actually my worst nightmare. So mm. it's, I, I see that across the board, even, you know, as a rule of thumb, people with penises don't like teeth, but I've met multiple people now through my work who are like, teeth is my favorite thing. So I've just come to find out that there's no one size fits all truth for how to be pleasurable to a particular body. You just have to be curious. So Shan, I have one final question for you. And this is one of those like asking for a friend questions. You know? <laughs> Not at all coming from my own life, but um, times have obviously been tough for single people lately. Uh, what's the best advice you can give to someone trying to date in the age of a pandemic and how can they best navigate today's dating world, however it may unfold? It all depends on the culture is going to shift and then it's going to suit some personality types and be complete mayhem for others. So I do know a lot of people who were not really pleased with the fast paced, easy access, libertine culture that existed in 2019, where people were going on four first dates a week um, and actually wanted things to slow down and for people to be more intentional about getting to know each other. And as a result, during the pandemic, when they maybe were getting less swipes and less interaction, and of course, a whole lot less first dates, there was more meaningful dialogue happening on the apps that they actually were able to find a partner through that slower system. So I think, you know, just be mindful of what the culture is. And just because a trend is going a certain way, it doesn't mean that your love life has to fall in line with that. There's always outliers. And so if you acknowledge that the current culture isn't your jam, you know, the mainstream culture, then step outside of mainstream culture. Uh, There was a great article recently about how niche apps, like really niche apps, like people who have dogs that eat jam, like there's an app for that. You know, those are actually might be a better way for a lot of people to find dating success rather than going on the big five. Well, I'm taking notes. (laughs) Me too. Yes. Um, Well, Shan, thank you so much for joining us today. This has been amazing. Such a fan. Oh, thank you. No, listen, uh, I am so in awe of what you guys are doing. Congratulations again, like on a really massive job. And thank you so much for sharing the love and for sharing in my work. That just means the world. Please. It was a pleasure. Thank you. You can catch the Peacock original X-rated on August 12th. That's it for today. Come back and join us tomorrow. And remember, no one should listen to Chet Hanks about literally anything. (laughs) Be sure to subscribe to BuzzFeed Daily on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you go for your sound stories. And please take the time to leave us a rating and a review. It helps us figure out what you like about the show versus what you love about the show. And remember to come back for more of what you love about BuzzFeed coming to you daily. 
You can watch the NFL playoffs like a fan, or you can prep like a scout if you listen to the award-winning Move the Sticks podcast. The show is hosted by me, Daniel Jeremiah, and my partner, Bucky Brooks. The two of us are bringing the knowledge from a career as NFL talent scouts to the podcast world so fans can watch and understand the nuances of the game like never before. We'll break down film from the professional and college game to get you ready for the Super Bowl, the draft, and kickoff next fall. Subscribe now and listen to the Move the Sticks podcast on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You've always had the feeling that there's something strange about reality. According to the Stuff to Blow Your Mind podcast, there is. On the show, hosts Robert Lamb and Joe McCormick examine neurological quandaries, cosmic mysteries, evolutionary marvels, and much more. Prosthetics are true testaments to not only human craftsmanship and ingenuity, but also to the plasticity of the human brain. Listen to Stuff to Blow Your Mind on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by DuckDuckGo. Protect your privacy online for free with DuckDuckGo.